Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? I hope you enjoyed either Canada Day or there was a holiday in the United States as well. Whatever the case is, I hope you pay heed to our wellness tips and that you are able to take some time out uh, for yourself and to spend time with those closest to you on this episode of locked on Kraken. There's a lot of um, Monday worthy news dumps, but on a Tuesday. So we've got a lot of news to talk about some that are directly related to the Seattle Kraken. Ron Francis had media availability and there was some history in the making throughout the national hockey league. All that and more coming up on this episode of locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken coming to you on today, the first day of the work week, Tuesday, July 5th. We had our Krakenversary. Thank you for those who made it through the first year with us. What? It's draft week. I can't even believe it. So much has happened. So much has happened just today, even that it's kind of hard to keep up with. But let's go to uh, what's Kraken. Let's start with what's cracking with the Seattle Kraken. And that is that they name a uh, a goalie coach. We got a coach, folks. And that is going to be, it's uh, Steve Briere, the new goaltending coach. Um, he was, uh, his hiring was announced today. Now remember, and I have this media availability up on our YouTube page for those who want to check it out and I'll, I'll link it here, but we had, uh, heard from Ron Francis. This was back when Bilesma was, uh, was announced as head coach of the Firebirds and there is Firebirds, uh, news. We'll get to that a little bit more, but, um, Ronnie Francis let on that there was a lot of hiring that needed to be done. And today we get two announcements. First is, of course, with the goalie coach. And um, Steve Briere has, uh, you know, worked with former NHL All-Stars. He's worked with Dave Haxtell in Toronto before. So there's a lot of experience and a lot of reason that this makes a lot of sense. Um, Briere also has ties to the Washington Capitals. So he overlapped with Philip Grubauer a little bit. You know, I keep talking about how much at times Philip Grubauer looked uncomfortable. He doesn't seem to be a man who certainly not publicly is going to air any grievances. He was very, um, uh, he was the German gentleman, if you will, when it came to that specifically, um, you know, uh, you could tell that he maybe was a little ticked off, but he was never going to explain fully why. But um, I really felt that there, and we see that one of the first moves that they make is to get rid of a goalie coach. And Ron Francis talked today. We're going to hear from him in a little bit, but one thing that he said is that, you know, that, that you get more experience here. And I'm, I'm glad, but it just kind of makes you wonder, 
when you make a, a change, a goalie coaching change so quickly, and it was pretty evident that goaltending really wasn't working out for the Seattle Kraken, it kind of makes you wonder about what was that first phase process like, and what was it about this first pick that really didn't work out, or why didn't we get here sooner. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I, I kind of think in those ways. So I'm, I'm curious to see what other moves we're going to see from the Seattle Kraken team. Um, so that was really interesting. So that's what's cracking. And coming up next, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about the Firebirds. So I mentioned the Firebirds in passing, but they, I mentioned Bilesma, but they also, They are joined now and have welcomed, I should say, Jessica Campbell. Now, Jessica Campbell, former um, member of Hockey Canada, has um, played in the CWHL, um, has experience at the IHF level, coaching most recently for Team Germany and was a bench boss there. You might recognize the name. Uh, there you go. Uh, but you might recognize the name Jessica Campbell because she was just announced as one of the coaches to lead the New York Rangers development camp. We've seen this a few times. Carolyn Winlet, not a hockey hall of famer. And uh, Kate, uh, Haley Wickenheiser, uh, Dr. Excuse me, Dr. Wick, uh, who is a hockey hall of famer, just barely. Um, and also there's a little bit of news on Wick. We'll talk about that. But um all these are women, and it's not an exhaustive list, but these are just some of the women who've been given opportunities to coach in the NHL at the development camps. It's kind of like what we see in the NFL. Um, I know Colette Smith was the first black woman to be an NFL coach, and that's through the development program with the Jets. So you see these one-offs. Um, we've seen it happen before, but with Jessica being appointed, she will be the first full-time um, or just first woman coach in the AHL ever. And it was really interesting to talk with Jessica or to listen to her Q&A today because she was asked about being the first. Uh, we have other news. Mike Greer is the first black general manager in the NHL. Um, you know, I am believed to be, if not the first, one of the first black women and potentially the first ever black woman and first Latina to call an NHL game. I did that on the radio when I called the, that devil's game, they were hosting Colorado. And why do I say that? Like, why did I like bring that in? Because I said this before too, like when you are one of the first, it's very humbling. And then there's a a moment, uh, at least I had this moment and it seemed like Jessica had it too, but you're kind of wondering like, how, how, how did we get here and how do we make sure that then there are more? Um, How is it 2022 and we're just getting the first black general manager in the NHL? How is it 2022 and we're just getting the first AHL woman uh, assistant coach? You know, it's not like black people or women. Didn't I say this on the episode the other day or I don't know, but it's not like we just popped out of the ether. You know, we've been here in hockey for a hundred years or so. And um, to see that it's taken this long, there's a little bit of, it's frustrating. It's obviously super exciting. And I hope that we're not just seeing, you know, oh, I'm going to coach a development camp. Um, 
yeah, I get it. It's an entry point for sure. But, um, you know, I'm very thankful I got to call an NHL game and I would like an opportunity to call more. So if you're providing that opportunity for the one time, is it really to develop a pipeline? Are you ever going to go back to those people? Are you going to give them feedback so that they know um, how to improve and do better? I don't know. I just think, um, a lot of different things. Obviously, I have a lot of different thoughts. Um, but uh, coming up next, we are going to. So I hit on a few, a, a little bit of news. Uh, again, bit of news. Too too many men is definitely locked in my head. Um, but uh, so Mike Greer, GM, Jessica Campbell, Doctor Wickenheiser is among three people who were just recently promoted. Uh, in the Toronto Maple Leafs organization, she was promoted to assistant general manager. So making decisions out here in these streets, you'll love to see it. But coming up next, I want you to hear a little bit from Ron Francis from his media availability today. And then we'll break down the conversation with Jessica and uh, Dan Bilesma a little bit more. And then finally, get you ready for the draft. That is all coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Right now, I'm going to tell you about Built Bar. I told you this last week, but I finally got to try the, uh, I tried the mud pie puffs. Wow. So good. So good. So now they have a new flavor that I'm super excited about as well. The coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. Uh, but uh, you got to stop drooling and listen to this one because it is a chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate, like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. See, the puff flavor is not just a marshmallow, but when it has a specialty flavor, like they kind of add that flavor to the puff. So amazing. And all built bars are made with a collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. And it has so many health benefits. I've talked about it, your hair, your nails, things like that. And of course it tastes good while you're doing everything you can to feel at your best. The best part of the puffs is that they taste amazing. Uh, it's just what you need to get the protein intake, keep the sugar low, and also satisfy your sweet tooth. Uh, so if you need a quick, healthy snack, Built Bar is an excellent source of protein. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's going to get you 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. Happy snacking. We heard uh, or we spoke about Ron Francis. Now I want you to hear from Ron Francis. There were a few things in our what's cracking. So we're going to keep it going. Like we had our hockey headlines and we're going to keep it going with what's cracking. And what's cracking with the Seattle cracking is that, um, again, I, I take you a lot to hockey season uh, or excuse me, cracking season on um, Instagram and I've been looking at what Kraken season has been saying, also looking at a few other reports. Some of the free agents on the list, Johnny Goudreau has been on that list for a little while, Nazem Kadri on that list, P.K. Subban on that list. Um, you know, Max Domi was on the list from, you know, the expansion drafts. So these are just some of the names I've, um, you know, that I've seen poking around here. And... Are any of these viable? Well, in his media availability, Ron Francis talks about um, 
what the Seattle Kraken would do or are trying to do with their draft picks. He also talks about the goaltending situation. Uh, I mentioned in passing that he talks about why Briere was a good choice. That's one of the first things that he talks about. I don't know. I was just like, all right, cool. Like you wanted some guy with experience, but you also, you know, had a chance to get someone with experience. I'm not saying it would have been Briere. I don't know. It just seemed like a in in the way things went down it seemed like an interesting comment to me anyway um so let's take you over to what ron francis had to say earlier today this was his media availability this was scheduled we knew about this prior to uh the announcement with dan bilesma and jessica campbell so let me take you over to what ronnie francis had to say about the seattle crack and then the upcoming draft I, you know, I think when we were looking at things, um, you know, you're interviewing people, one thing that came into play was he has more experience, um, you know, and I think in, in our situation, based on kind of how things went last year, that was a key component we were looking for. He's got experience in the league, he's had success, and uh, in the discussions with him, uh, liked what he had to say, and, and uh, you know, how he taught, and then certainly, obviously, you get a little more comfort level in, in the sense that, uh, you know, Dave and, and uh Farley had worked with him in the Toronto area. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we felt he was the best fit for, for us moving forward. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's, uh, we're exploring all areas and that's one of them. Uh, we look at doing, um, you know, we are in a little bit different situation than most teams. Like we only have the one year of draft picks, right? So we have seven, seven prospects, you know, other than a few guys we signed as free agents, but seven draft picks and with Maddie, you know, slated to be on the big club that really only leaves us six. So in a lot of the deals, teams are looking not only for picks, but prospects, and it puts us in a little bit tougher situation. But uh, we're certainly looking at all those, whether we can move the picks for players, whether we can move the picks to move up, whether we, uh, you know, move the picks for different things down the road. So uh, exploring all options and all avenues at this point to try and make us better. Uh, actually, Washington uh, didn't like me, so they made a deal to get in front of Hartford uh, <laughs> to go three. And... Uh, they took uh, Bobby Carpenter and, and Hartford, I think, was more or less left with me at that point. Um, um, I think the only guy really happy to see me was Billy Deneen, their head scout, because I played with his son, Gordy, in the Sioux. But, uh, uh, yeah, I know it's an interesting day. It's an exciting day. It's, you know, as a kid growing up, that's your dream, right? To one day play in the National Hockey League and to hear your name getting called doesn't matter, you know, where it is. Just to hear your name getting called is, is exciting for me, for sure. Yeah, still still talking through that. Having some discussions with agents on on trying to get contracts done. Um, um, probably most of them we've made decisions on. A couple are still up in the air on, but we'll see how the next uh, four or five days progress and then and then make the final decision uh, before next week. I, I think you know Joey is certainly one of the options, um, but I think uh, for us, I mean, we have to now uh not only get a get a guy to work with groovy up hop but now with our franchise starting in joe valley we need a couple guys there and we also need somebody that we would have as a fifth guy in our organization you saw some of the teams last year when you well heck we did it sometimes we were with COVID and stuff we were, we were down to like our, our fourth and fifth goaltender so um i think it's important to have that depth so we're looking to uh at all possibilities to try and uh, whether it's joy number two, somebody else at number two, and then adding some more depth into our organization. Uh, so we have that in case of any injuries or, or uh, you know, God forbid COVID comes back during the season, any kind of issues like that moving forward.
He talked about a little bit of everything. I, the full availability, if you want to check it out, go over to Locked on Kraken, and you can watch that. Uh, he talked about goaltending. He talked about the goaltending coach. I talked about that in the last segment, so I think we're good there. But he was also asked about Joey Decord. Is that going to be the number two pick? And I thought he said something really interesting, which makes a lot of sense, especially that he was mentioning COVID and other things, injury. And he said, as we very well know, the Seattle Kraken have been down to their last goalie and handful of times so it looks like even if we do see Joey Decord which we know he's on contract I don't know that we necessarily it's not a, a foregone conclusion that we're going to see him with the Seattle Kraken and I'm okay with this I'm okay with this I mean I told you Braden Holtby is on the list obviously um, you know has been around the league uh, a little bit here um, I'm okay with this one because he's absolutely right you need to have enough goalies in the system because now you've got two goaltenders at least two that you need for the firebirds you need two and you only have one for seattle uh so that's four right there so he wants to really build up so they've got they've got grubauer they've got decord and they have um oh gosh what's his name always mess up his last name. They have at least three healthy goaltenders, right? So you're probably looking at another two. What does that mean with Drieger and, you know, long-term? All very interesting. All very interesting things. But again, Braden Holtby allegedly on that list of potential interest in the Seattle Kraken or vice versa, I should say, you know, has been in some way or shape or form associated with moves the Seattle Kraken could make. I think silly season is going to be in full effect. I think we're going to see some wild and crazy things. I think there is potential for some trades. Um, it was also interesting to hear, and you should listen to the whole thing, because Ron Francis talks about going four, and he was pretty blunt that, uh, you know, he he felt that, uh, I guess, the Whalers at the time got stuck with him. Um, so interesting I told you that looking at the history, we didn't get to go through it on the show, but going through the history of number four picks, it's been an interesting one to kind of watch, at least on paper. You know, I didn't get to see all of it play out, but um, I think that was then. This is now. The four picks have been a little more solid in the last handful of years, but um, really interesting to hear him talk about that. Ron said everything's on the table. Uh, would he deal the number four pick? Everything's on the table, but it'd have to be a pretty sweet deal. Um, talked about RFAs. You know, my heart dropped a little. Says, uh, you know, we've got the RFA deadline. Qualifying offers have to be made. And um, he says that there's still some that are up in the air. I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like my dude. You know, my guy, Donnie. Ryan Donato, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we we see Ryan Donato, but the Seattle Kraken also mentioned though that they're in a really unique situation where they do have a lot of draft picks this season. They're excited. Uh, they've got five for this year. They've got a handful next year, and so um, I think it was interesting though to hear Ron Francis say that even though they have all of these picks, it's still not enough. I think GMs are still playing. Uh, you know. 
it's a new franchise and the new franchise has to play by the new hockey rules uh, coming in after COVID and all kinds of things. I think um, we're seeing things change a little bit in the Seattle Kraken maybe unfortunately are, um, are being the ones held to account to the new rules as opposed to how things have been done in the past, if that makes sense. Uh, so I hear Ron saying that draft picks aren't enough. People want to sweeten the deal with prospects and they don't have a lot of prospects in the pipeline right now and not very many that they can, um, that they can or maybe want to truly consider dealing because then who are you have to build up an entire team they have to build up the firebirds. And I mean, in order for the Seattle Kraken to have sustained success, even if they do get a bunch of all-stars, eventually that has to come through the pipeline. So you can't like blow your whole budget, you know, on prospects and draft picks because then you won't have anything coming up. So they're in a really unique, um, it's, there's an opportunity, but there's also a lot of vulnerabilities the more I think about it. And I, I think Ron is, is definitely feeling it. So I don't know. We'll see how it all goes down. Well, let's go to one of our other sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating question about is this an EX or an LX or uh, whatever the case is, how many makes, how many models for something that basically looks the same, who knows? So save time and money when you use rockauto.com. It's a family-owned business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years, and they have everything that you could need. Brake parts, tail lamp, motor oil, and even new carpets. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car, your vehicle, whatever you're driving, and then type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock! Auto.com. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken one of your listens of the day. And um, the NHL draft, as you know, is coming right around the corner. And as it turns out, I think I will be stationary enough to have some fun draft day excitement coming for you. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll have those announcements once we get closer and we'll have about 10, 15 minutes where we can talk about the number four pick or whatever our first pick is together live right here on Locked on Kraken. So stay tuned for that as, uh, you know, I'm on the road, WNBA All-Star Weekend, Sue Bird, one of the co-coaches um, or co-captains, excuse me. Anyway, we have got lots to talk about. Um the draft. So are the Seattle Kraken going to trade that four pick? My gut is saying no. I think they could potentially move around some other picks, especially if there are some players that other teams really want when we get deeper into the draft. But again, if they're going to move that four pick, you got to really sweeten the pot. So we'll see. But is there enough is there enough potential in this draft to even make some of those lower level trades worthwhile again a lot of vulnerability a lot of but also a lot of potential at four you're right at that cusp when it comes to is this draft uh pick gonna work out i know we talked about that article up over on um 
the Seattle Kraken uh, draft central. So a lot of things for this team to consider. Um, we uh, In his media availability, uh, Ron Francis also talked about right-handed D. Mm, like Nimic? I don't know. Uh, but he knows he's trying to fill a lot of holes. Um, so I don't know. I think, um, I think it's still Nemec. That's my pick for right now. I think we're going to hold fast and stay true to the number four pick. I don't think we're going to see too much movement going around and around there. Um, it's going to be interesting though. It's definitely going to be interesting. All right, so in addition to the draft, where we're just going to have to wait and see what happens, I'm still saying we take Nemec. Uh, Ronnie Francis not giving too many indications just yet, but there's a lot of moving parts for the Seattle Kraken. I do wonder where we're going to start to see where they're really tapping out and going for the gusto. I have a sense it's going to be in free agency, so I don't know how much we're really expecting to get out of the draft after the four pick. That's just a gut hunch kind of feeling. I think a lot of the rest of the draft is going to be strategic for the Seattle Kraken, but who knows? But what we do know is that we've got preseason, okay? And we also know that the newly appointed Jessica Campbell is going to not just, in theory, be here for preseason, but also for development camp. That's right. Uh, Jessica Campbell is um, not going to be coaching, as was earlier reported. She's not going to be coaching um, the Rangers development camp. She confirmed today that she will be joining the um, Seattle Kraken development camp, which of course we know is happening immediately after the um, draft. But also, uh, I, I put this up here because we also have a preseason schedule. So uh, July 11th through 14th is going to be the uh, development camp. But then we'll get to see um, some of those young folks, in theory, potentially in the preseason. Because right before the preseason, I, I know I'm, I'm like talking over this here. Let's get rid of this for a minute. Uh, right before the preseason, of course, is training camp. So the reason I was talking about Jessica Campbell, but uh, we'll go through that preseason schedule. So July 11th through 14th development camp immediately following the draft. Then there will be, of course, training camp. Uh, and I think there's a rookie camp. There are plans to have a rookie camp before that for the Seattle Kraken. Also, we've talked about this before, but the AHL, the Firebirds, are going to start their season in the Pacific Northwest. So you're going from uh, development camp in July, and then there'll be a rookie camp right before training camp, right before or right, which is right before preseason, and then that will lead into the AHL season where they're playing out of Seattle and Kraken Community Iceplex for the first half of the season until their home in the Coachella Valley is ready. So the preseason games, now we can go back to this graphic. I had it up for those watching on video for a little bit, so you probably got this locked in. But uh, starts September 26th and September 27th. Those are going to be home games, as we can tell in the, uh, not the deep blue, but, uh, you know, a nice little blue color here. Who knows? I'm terrible with color 
palettes. I don't know the names of anything. It's Monday, September 26th, 7 p.m. local time versus the Oilers. And then Tuesday, September 27th, 27th excuse me, 7 p.m. local time against the Calgary Flames. Then two days later on Thursday, September 29th, the Seattle Kraken will travel to Vancouver to take on the Canucks. They will then host the Canucks on Saturday, October 1st at 6.30 p.m. local time before they hit the road for their last two, Monday, October 3rd, 6 p.m. at Calgary, and Friday, October 7th, 6 p.m. at Edmonton. So same teams, pretty much, which, of course, regionally makes a lot of sense. But um, that's our preseason schedule. So in addition to letting you know what the draft schedule is going to be like, which is obviously a lot more immediate, stay tuned because I do plan to make my way out to the Pacific Northwest again for training camp and preseason. We'll do that just like we did before. And hey, maybe that's around the time where we have a, a proper get together as, you know, Seattle Kraken loving like friends, I'm totally like podcast friends. Let's squad cast it up. I'm totally down. Let's figure it out. Um, so, you know, the uh, wellness tip of the day. Hey, if you miss someone, just say it. If you want to hang out with someone, say it. You know, if someone crosses your mind and you have some good vibes, say it, send it. You know, it's, it's, uh, can be a little scary or maybe I'm just speaking about me, but you know, we live in a world where we communicate through all this technology and sometimes you feel a little weird, maybe sending a text message or even <laughs> calling someone on the actual telephone. Um, but I think it's okay to do that. I can speak for myself. I really find it as uh, it's a nice, it's part of my love language, which is to get messages just like, Hey, thinking about you. Hope all is well. Let's, let's, you know, connect. I think that's great. So, and it doesn't have to be, it can be a partner. It can be a parent. It can be, uh, you know, a primo, which is of course cousin in Spanish, but, uh, reach out to the people that you're thinking about and send them some love. So I'm thinking of you today. I'm so thankful that you're listening and or watching, and I hope I get to see you again tomorrow. Woohoo! We've got more Locked on Kraken stuff coming for you as this is draft week. Like I said, I think we're going to hold fast and stay true to that number four pick, but I think Ron Francis really means it when he says uh, all options are on the table. We shall see. Until tomorrow, thank you as always for listening to Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Hold fast, stay true, be good to yourself and to each other. Pick up the phone, call someone, tell them you love them. <laughs>